of the Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, and I could not be happier to be on these airways with you. How are you feeling? At the time of this recording, it is January in Illinois. The snow is falling. I know, um, those who have like a long commute or have to drive in the snow, We don't enjoy driving in the snow, but maybe part of you is loving that it's snowing because it looks so beautiful. I think the snow looks so good, like visually, (laughs) but driving in it, nah, that's a whole nother issue because you got black ice, you got folks sliding around, not paying attention, etc. But anyway... If you don't live in a cold state, I would love to know what the weather is like for you. I talk to people all over the world. And when I tell some of my Cali people, shout out to my Cali people, that it's snowing. Sometimes I turn the camera around for them to see what it looks like outside. And they are like, oh, my God, I would love to experience that. I'm like, "Mm hmm. It's all good, though. It's all good. How are y'all feeling? How are you feeling this week? What's in your mug? Where are you at? Do a quick body scan. I'm not going to run you through a body scan. I'm going to let you do that on your own. Today, I want to talk to you about standing in your authority. So very much like the snow, you got to be bold. You got to stand in your authority. You got to do what you need to do because the snow does not ask for permission to fall. The snow don't care if you cold. It don't care about no black eyes. It don't care about what you put outside. It don't care, especially in Illinois. The snow do not care if your birthday is that day. If the weather was just 50 something degrees yesterday, the snow is like oh me I'm finna turn up (laughs) and you have to stand in your authority with that same boldness not caring about those little hindrances you should care of course about people you should care about um, your impact you should care about the things that God calls you to care about but you cannot care enough to use it as an excuse to block the expression of your purpose. So you shouldn't be caring to the point that it hinders you or blocks you from moving forward. I was consulting with a client on one of her upcoming program launches and she had a really important meeting coming up and, you know, she was telling me about phase one of her meeting and you know, she's like, I walked in and I'm nervous and I'm talking to these guys and their faces are all balled up and, you know, just kind of working through the resistance that she was experiencing from a company. 
that she was working with. And she was talking about how icky that felt. And I told her, they know that they need your program, but they're supposed to be a little bit resistant. This is part of the process because babies don't like baths. And I'm saying the exact same thing to you today. The way that they've been going through life and experiencing life is not working. That's why they need you. This is why I talk about the power of your voice, the power of following your vision, honing in on your vision. For this particular client, um, she was talking about completely transforming the way that this um place, this company did this particular thing. And in her head, she saw it completely different from the way that it had been run for years. In her head, she saw how to solve this really big issue that they were facing. And when she first had her conversation with them, obviously she intrigued them enough to get another meeting. And to get on their calendar. So she's in this meeting and she's doing her thing and she's met with resistance. And how many times do you feel like, oh my God, I'm in my element. I'm walking in my purpose. This is what God created me to do. And you come up against resistance. And because you come up against that resistance, you're like, "Mm, nah, maybe I'm going in the wrong direction. Maybe I need to fast for 92 more days. Maybe I need to pray before I move. Maybe I need to do this. But I want you to remember the people whose lives you're helping to transform, they're supposed to have questions. They're supposed to not be okay with every part of the process because it is a different part of the process. It is a transforming that is taking place. Even you listening right now, I know that everything I say on this podcast, you're not 100% like, yes, girl, yes. You be a little bit resistant sometimes. You be looking a little bit sideways at the, uh, you know, your listening device. And you be like, okay, Dr. Cedar, I don't know what you're talking about with that one. I, I know. And you're supposed to be that way because why? I'm sharing new information with you. I'm helping you to understand an alternative perspective that maybe you've never seen before. And so if you think about babies and baths, you have to do your job as a caretaker for the baby. You have to turn them to the mirror gently, show them their dirt and put them in the tub. And somewhere along the way, you make it fun for them. You show them like, hey, you know what? Your hands don't need to be so sticky. This is why you can't pick up your crayon and color properly. But if we put you in this bath water, I can clean all that off for you. And then your hands will be fresh. Your skin doesn't have to feel so cracked and dry because we're going to put some lotion on it afterwards. Because they're going to keep having issue, 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 issue. And a baby doesn't believe that washing their hands will take the stickiness off their hands so they can play properly. They don't know that. It's your job to show them that. And your clients are the same way. Your audience is the same way. You are the change they never knew that they needed. But you can't show them that you're that change. You can't show them that your vision hits different. You can't show them that you're different if you're too afraid to make them cry. If you're too afraid to get their hair wet. If you're too nervous about getting your clothes a little bit wet too. But this process, bath time, this process, transformation, this process, this cleansing, 
this newness, this fresh smell, this fresh outlook, it's messy. It is messy. It's messy to get down in the trenches with people. It's messy to share parts of your vision. It's messy to walk in your vision. You're going to trip. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall along the way. And that's okay. That's part of the process. If we think about it, sometimes, you know, when you're giving a kid a bath, they start splashing. Soap might get in your eye. It just depends. It's all part of the process. And when the soap splashes on you or gets in your eye, what do you do? You take a clean towel, you wipe off your face, you either tell the kid in the bathtub, slow down on the splashing or stop splashing. You might distract them with something else, but you give them a tool to help meet their need because you already know I've been through this process. I know what happens when you hit the water too hard and water goes everywhere. It's not that you can't have fun. You just got to do it in this contained environment, in this contained process. So when you're talking to people that are resistant, no, it's not that you can't drink your water, go to the gym, eat well, practice mental wellness and do all these things. It's not that you can't do those things. I'm just going to show you an alternative perspective for how to get that done. If you recall, last week or two weeks ago, we talked about routines in the episode for Life Strategies for Creatives. I gave you a different way to do the things that you want to do. Part of that process, again, is going through the process and seeing what works for you and what does not work for you. Don't be afraid to stand in your God-given authority and be who you are. You were created the way that you were created intentionally with a purpose. And honestly, that purpose is going to be offensive to some people. It just is. So you have to get over yourself, get over, you know, your uncomfortableness with the expression of your quirks. You just got to get over that and fully shine, fully show up, fully be present, fully enjoy the moments, be who you were created to be, be who you were called to be, stand in your authority. When I say that the expression of your purpose is going to be offensive to people, I don't mean, you know, intentionally offending people, you know, but if part of you standing up for something that God told you to stand up for is offensive, then so be it. You cannot back down based on somebody's hurt feelings. So what does it look like to practically stand in your authority? Because I think we hear people say that all the time, Um, you know, stand in your power, own your power, all these things, right? But what does that look like to stand in your God-given authority? What does it look like to be in position? Confidently leaving space for people to ask questions. This is not the time to be nervous. One of the things that I love when talking to somebody new is when they've done their homework on who I am as a person. I love that because I do my homework on everybody that I decide to work with. Everybody that I decide to invest my money, 
not the people that work with me, the people that I choose to invest my money, the people that I believe God called me to allow to pour into my life. I'm going to do my homework on them because I need to know what it is that you have. And I need to feel assured that you can meet my need. So when I talk to people and they're like, oh, I stumbled across your podcast. I stumbled across your video. I read your book. I saw your website, whatever the case is. I'm like, yes, you better do your homework. I love it. And I love for you to do your homework because it means that you're prepared. It means that you already know what you're going to get. Sometimes when I have people call me and um, they haven't seen anything, I direct them to my YouTube. I direct them to my Instagram because I want you to get a glimpse of my personality. I want you to get a glimpse of how I work with people and I want you to be sure. And in order to be sure, people have to ask questions. They have to know that there's space for them to ask a question, space for them to be unsure about a thing, permission for them to exist, permission for them to be themselves and to show up in whatever state they can with whatever capacity they have at the time. So asking questions about who you are, what you do, how this is helpful, why they should pay this much, how you can do X, Y, Z, and what's the point of that? They're asking a question for clarity most often. Most often if somebody is, if they are your target population or the people that you want to work with or whatever, they're asking those questions to gain clarity. So don't be nervous. Nine times out of 10, you already know the answer to their question or you have enough authority, enough experience, enough of a unique spin on whatever it is that you're offering that you can figure it out. Don't feed into the presentation or how they ask the question. Look for the underlying concerns. Speak to the underlying fear. So for example, you know, if I have somebody come to me and say, well, I'm a little bit nervous about, you know, working with you. Actually, in my therapy practice, I do have people do this sometimes um, when they're on the call. I've tried virtual therapy before. It doesn't work for me. I'm not really sure. And I say, well, that's totally fine. I completely understand that. I, I know the preference of wanting to be in the office. Why don't you go and take a look on my social media? Why don't you go and take a look at YouTube and see what you see? Get to know my personality. Um, I can tell you that I will be fully invested in our call. I'm going to treat you with the same level of respect that I would treat you if you were sitting in front of me. And I give people the opportunity to do that. And I say, you know, I'll follow up with you in a day or two. And sometimes people don't even want to get off the phone. They're just like, well, I like your personality. I'm willing to try. And we try it. And then other times people need to do their homework and they circle back. And sometimes they don't circle back and that's okay. Maybe they determined that it wasn't a good fit. And if it wasn't a good fit, I would rather that they go about and connect with somebody they feel like is a good fit rather than trying to force a square into a circle. So you have to be okay with that, but you look for the underlying concern and you speak to the underlying fear. So in that situation, what they're saying is, 
potentially that therapists they've had in the past through virtual therapy maybe have not made them feel as though they were paying attention. Maybe they felt like the therapist was distracted and that's part of the reason why they don't like it. Or it could be that people were around them and they don't have a safe space to do therapy. I've had that as well. And so I just kind of speak to all of that when a person is talking about wanting to do therapy, but not wanting to do virtual therapy, because it's a very real thing. I don't want to bear my heart in front of all these people that I'm about to be talking about. (laughs) So speak to the underlying fear, speak to the underlying concern, be bold, be confident and work with them to figure it out. Present your brilliant idea. If somebody has an issue, if somebody has a problem and you see how to solve it, if you can be helpful, present your idea. You hit different. Your voice hits different. So when somebody asks what you do and how you do it, tell them. I was nervous to call myself a vision architect at first because I was like, "Mm, did this make sense? I think it does. This is why I'm going in this direction because I'm really good at seeing resources and strategies for people. And this is what people always compliment me on. They always say, oh my God, Sita, you know, you are so good at finding things. Like, how did you find this? Wow, that's such a good idea. So I help people solve their problems. I help people to create strategies. I help people to navigate through life transitions. And the moment that I confidently presented and was like, yeah, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect, people were like, yes, I didn't even know I needed a vision architect in my life, but come through. I'm really hoping that you can help me. And nine times out of 10, those people walk away satisfied. In fact, I don't know if I have ever come across a person um, that has not been like, yes, that's a good strategy, right? And it's not me. First of all, it's the Holy Spirit. That's number one. It's the Holy Spirit. But also the answer is often right in front of them, often right in front of you. I'm just helping you to pull it out, helping you draw it out. So present your brilliant idea. Doesn't matter who's doing it, how they're doing it, when they're doing it, present it. You hit different. Your voice hits different. You are always going to hear me hype you up. Like Saweetie and Doja said, I'm a hyper every time. That's my friend. She's been down since the jellies and the bobos. Okay, I'm not about to go all through that, but but I'm going to hype you every time. I'm going to hype you every time simply because you do have a gift. You are special. You do belong. You do. And the world needs you. And the world needs your voice. We need you to come out of hiding and do what you were meant to do. We need you to embrace your quirks, embrace those weird parts of you, the parts that you think you have to hide from people. And we need you to stand in your authority. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. 
Hey, hey, welcome back for another episode or segment of what I am loving. I am loving the beauty and the simplicity of the snow today. I think that God's creation is intelligent and beautiful and works together so seamlessly. And it's amazing to behold. And I think that we don't do it enough. Um, Yeah, God is so dope to have created all of this in this way. If it's snowing where you are today, I want you to just stop and observe the snow. Just observe the snow. Now, again, you might remember at the beginning of this episode, I don't like to drive in this snow, but I like to look at the snow. And obviously, I'm not going to lie on this podcast because we believe in keeping it real. Okay. I am not happy every time it snows, but (laughs) that's beside the point right now. I'm loving the simplicity of the snow. And when you look at the snow, when you pause and you look at the snow, you go outside. I want you to remember the snow does not ask for permission. It just does its thing. And that's exactly what you need to do. Stand in your authority, show up, do your thing. All right. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lovish Podcast. Today, we talked about standing in your authority and how when you experience resistance, it's actually okay because it is your job to turn the mirror on your audience and show them why you need to help them see a different perspective, help them understand what is happening and why it's okay to let go of the resistance. And we talked about how to stand in your authority in the second part of this episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed, share the love. Share with your mama, share with your auntie, share with your best friend, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that is all I have for you this week, and I will see you out in these social media streets.